Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. But the Cowboys have made too many mistakes. Too many mistakes. The Rich Eisen Show. I don't have any concerns. I'm proud to be standing here today. Earlier on the show, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. NFL Network analyst, Maurice Jones-Drew. Raiders defensive end, Max Crosby. Coming up from the new film Scream, actress Nev Campbell. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on your air. I am your humble host, sitting here on NBC Sports on Peacock, Sirius XM Channel 85. This Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio outfit smart enough to have us. We're live on Odyssey as well. Basically, there's no way to avoid us. We say hello to our podcast listeners listening to us on demand whenever they darn please. And that's, you know, your prerogative. That's what podcasts, podcasts are all about. Uh, good to see you over there, Chris Brockman and Mike Del Tufo hey, in their chairs. TJ Jefferson in, uh, in your spot. What good to rich? see you. Um, the uh, wild card weekend is in the books. We're 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 all we're all put to, to bed right How there. How work for you? Because a lot of discussion I'm seeing uh, this morning on Twitter, some polls out there, uh, if they like the Monday night game or not. Like whether it was three and three was good like last Look, year or the, here's the two deal. three one. How did you feel? Here's the deal. As uh, by the way, uh, you can call in and talk to us about it. Eight four four two zero four rich number to dial. Nev Campbell is here in person in studio. Uh, here, part of uh, of our third hour of the program, Scream, the top movie in America. Scream is back, and boy, um, people are digging it. And Wait. so Nev Campbell in studio in about 20 minutes' time right here as we talk pop culture and sports every single day with you. Uh, look, uh, there's... <laughs> It's just fun watching football whenever you put it on the screen. The games weren't very compelling this weekend. Yeah. Okay. The only one that was compelling was the fact that Dallas and the 49ers, um, you know, took it all the way down. Uh, obviously, the the Raiders and the and the Bengals that was a good game. Um, had a, had an interesting finish. I just mean the concept. Um, there was no, there was no, you know, there wasn't a single lead change in the second half yeah. all season, all yeah. all weekend long. I just mean the concept of a Monday night playoff game. It was, I I loved it. Yeah. I think I think it will be great. Let's see if the Rams are are less than on. Sunday in Tampa, not just because of Tampa and Tom Brady, who you know we we've heard is good at the football, yeah. uh, but you know they got the short week. We'll see how that one goes. I don't know, but you know last night's game really wasn't much of a game, right? I mean the Rams just spanked Arizona, and um, here's <laughs> tell me how I should take this one, Chris. Okay, okay. Um, one day may you bring Cage here, your your baby boy who turns. Two next month? Two right. next month. Okay, great. So um, doing Westwood One's coverage of Monday Night Football on radio 
at the site, um, as opposed to in studio, um, brought my 10-year-old Coop there last night. Love it. Because he's got, you know, he's kind of interested in, in not just football, but he kind of gets the idea of, you know, television and broadcasting. He kind of gets the idea of down and distance, and he gets into the minutia of it. And I thought maybe he'd like to see behind the scenes right. of this sort of thing. And uh, so I take him there. Uh, Kevin Kugler's calling the game. He's so good at it. And he was so nice to Cooper. He showed him his boards, you know, where oh, yeah. you have the names and numbers all down. Right. And they're, you know, offense and defense is here. And then you flip the card over when the other team's on offense, the other team's on defense and all that stuff. Saw that. Kurt Warner, who he knows, Kurt. You know, watched me at work, put his headsets on, saw, what uh, you know, a spotter calling out the action for the announcer. Like, he saw all the nuts and bolts and behind the scenes. Was Coop then, guest spotting? Huh? Coop guest spot? He did not guest spot. <laughs> I, I, left it, I, I left that to the professionals, <laughs> the, professionals, the paid okay. professionals, instead of the 10-year-olds. Because it's a couple of times he was just talking about what was on the big Oculus screen sure. just as we were getting set to come back on the air <laughs> during the pregame, you know? Yeah. But he understands. You know, he gets it. And it was kind of me um, having a nice father-son yeah. moment. It's awesome. You know, like we we have broadcasters here on the show, like, you know, Joe talking about Jack Buck taking him in the booth. And, you know, you never know. Like, this is the sort of stuff oh, that just I... look at Ian and now his son okay, Noah. Exactly. You're like, yeah. uh, you're, you know, this is the sort of stuff I was thinking about. Yeah. So we get home and... You know, his older brother, Zan, 13, and he's 10, and his younger sister, 8, and Susie, who is a broadcast professional, and asks him, you know, about the game. Right. The thing he brings up first, first, isn't Can I guess? anything that I just mentioned, yeah. but rather the fact that at the end of the third quarter, there was a fight in the stands. <laughs> And from our perch, the the radio booth perch, you could see down into it and how one guy, when security came over, one of the guys shoved the security guy. Wow. And this was totally, like, that's what he said. Like a Rams game, Mike. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And here I am, like, having, you know, delusions of grandeur i don't know but i mean but you never know what a kid takes in like literally or just what they notice six months from now he could talk about something right. about this night you have no idea what they hear and compartmentalize but he's like and i'm like no that's that's not what we're talking about and this is no like you could talk about anything odell beckham jr throwing a pass yeah you know i mean something from awesome. the game anything from the game no what did you think he was going to say I thought he was going to talk about the candy bar. The candy bar that <laughs> yeah. he snagged? Yeah. No. Because <laughs> that's what MJD said. And yeah, more because I, I did take him. I'm like, come on, man. Let's, you want to see what a press room uh, feedback <laughs> oh, looks yeah. like? This is why half the people in media are in media. <laughs> Freebies. You know? Free stuff. <laughs> Kids, man. That's funny. The who, fight, who, the who brawl. Won the, who won the fight? Uh, I think it was a draw. Oh, yeah. I think it was a draw, they both got but it was one of those where it started and then you heard the entire section of fans and you know, in SoFi, 
it's a loud building because they got that canopy over it, wow. and it just keeps. It's like putting a lid on a boiling pot. It's loud, you know. And it was one of those that it, it, you know, it wasn't Suns and Four type fast. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Like it was, it was, it, it lingered and it shoved and it went up and down an aisle, and then the guy shoved back and Cooper. And and Kurt Warner's son was there too. Cade, Cade's the one who pointed it out. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you're pointing out to my ten year old. There's a fight in the stands. Like, hey, Coop, look down and here. He was in it. Look down here. <laughs> Maybe he wants to be a boxing announcer. I mean, Michael Buffer was there. Yeah, he announces the, the team way, coming in. By the way, it's great. I have so many my questions. Right dude, there. game so last many, night. So many questions. About game that. last night, folks. It was lit in there because again. Um, this was the first playoff game in this palace, this five billion and a half palace and change palace. The Super Bowl is going to be there in less than a month. Okay, it was it was four weeks from Sunday. Here we are on this Tuesday, and so the place was just rocking, rocking like crazy, and it's going crazy, and everyone's lined up, and the crowd's going nuts, and they're not kicking it off. They stopped. <laughs> and because I am, you know, the uh, broadcasting professional, I looked for, what is that, the red hat? The guy who's down red, on the field? Red, red shirt, too. It's okay, hat. there's somebody yeah, yeah. who's down on the gloves. field who's connected with the broadcast truck oh, yeah. that has, like, put what puts up the X. You yeah, say, we're not yet. Not yet. We're not Live. ready yet. Yep. And when they motion their arms, they're like, the TV broadcast is go. back, and now you can play. So I looked for that guy, and the guy was going like this. And I'm like, and I looked at the ESPN broadcast, and they were on the air. And I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) They were waiting for Michael Buffer to get in position (laughs) to welcome everybody to get ready to rumble. rumble. He does it every (laughs) in the corner. Does he do it for every Rams home Yes. He's like right in front of my seats. Yeah, he's like that. They come out right there. And he's like, I can, yeah, I can see him a couple times. He does times. it for yeah. every he's home like right game. On the end. Yeah, he's got to be getting seven figures. For he that, might right? be, might have been getting paid more than some of the broadcasters there that last last night players. for the season. Some of the players. Of the does players. He, he he probably for if the Rams hired him to do, let's get ready to rumble for eight home games and a playoff game. I mean, he owns that. He probably gets more than the league minimum NFL player for that. Yeah, I would think you're right. Judging by a suit. Well, and he, George Hamilton Tan, oh. he's he rocking is. it. Oh no, no, he's, transportation. He'd be probably I've the helicopter. I've passed him a couple times. It's like, yeah, he's. Well, anyway, that's what happened soon. last night. It's great. Good for Buffalo. But Cooper, Cooper, my, my son. Hey, how would it go? He gets home. Mom says, "How'd it go?" He talks about the fight in the stands. <laughs> that's the first thing out of his mouth. That's fantastic. <laughs> I, mean, I like. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, she's ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, you know what I mean? Okay. Let's uh, <laughs> let's get ready for our in-studio guest. She has uh, been here for, for a bit, so let's get her out of our green room and get her right here. We've got a, a clip. We've got a whole full-on conversation. We got, do we, have a, we got a Hollywood true or false, too, right? We do. Yeah. We do. Okay. Yeah. There's some, uh, some things in our, her biography that's been out there on the old Wikipedia or whatever. We got questions. As you know, we ask this of every many celebrities here. Of course. You know? Ed Norton telling a story about on the set of Rounders. No, not the set of Rounders. No, they was, played in the actual World yes, Series. Yes, he that played year. in the World Series of Poker that year. That was a great one, right? Tyrese saying that he's got an actual Benny Hanna in his backyard. 
has a real right. full functioning Benihana, and then he put a dry cleaning service in his garage. Right. He bought all the equipment so he can just get his clothes dry cleaning on his premises. Jody Foster confirming she had no idea who Jeff Van Gundy was. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back in studio, in person, from Scream in theaters near you right now, Nev Campbell, don't go anywhere. And then Mike Tomlin's going to be talking later on before the end of this show. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Joining us here live in our Los Angeles studio, one of the stars of the hit film, uh, which I think you've probably heard that phrase before and evolved with Scream, Nev Campbell. Good to see you here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you? I'm great. Congrats on everything going on with Scream. Crazy. Isn't it crazy, Crazy. though? Because I can only imagine that you probably never thought you'd be doing this Five years later. Right. 25 years later. Right. A long time. That is a long time. (laughs) No, I never imagined we'd still be here and still be doing well. Okay. So let's take a look uh, before we get started on our conversation with everything. Here is a clip of Scream in theaters near you. Hello. Hey, Sid, it's me. Do we? Oh my God, how are you? Sid, it's happening again. Some idiot in a ghost face mask. Three attacks so far. Something about this one just feels different. Do you have a gun? I'm Sidney Prescott, of course I have a gun. Oh, that's now, when you see that line in the script, you're like, okay, I got it, right? I actually added that line. You did? I know, so I'm really- Is that right? Yeah, I I think originally they had me just say, yeah. 
And then we carried on the scene. I was like, wait a second, there's an opportunity here. Okay. So you saw it and took it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you do that, do you just, do you not tell anybody and you just Oh, no, do I told that? them. We put it in the script. I, I, to, I told them what I thought the rewrite should be. Okay. Oh, so that, is that uh, just you being nice? Because, you know, in my time of being, you know, on the set of playing myself on CSI Miami, <laughs> um, I, I would just, you know. Just sit. throw it in there yeah. and surprise them. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, and see how David Caruso reacts. Not so much with a big studio movie. They don't really go for that. No, but that's <laughs> a good one. I'm Sidney Prescott. Of course I have a gun. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. Sold. Okay. And so um, the fact that people are into this mm. has got to be just so exciting for you. So exciting. I mean, right? the old, the older audience, the old fans are just lining up down the street. I, my husband's, he's got friends in London and uh, they said they were lining up around the, around the block in London. In which, London. Yeah. Which okay. was just delicious. And um, so exciting that there's a new audience getting into it, obviously, as well. And right. yeah, very exciting. Right. So, and again, Scream is in theaters near you, um, starring you. And, and um, obviously, you got some of the OGs, if you will, David back Arquette, together. David Arquette, Cox. Right. Yeah. And so what was that like for you to be back on this set? I know? love I love stepping back into Sydney's boots. I mean, these movies, you can't take it too seriously. I mean, they're, they're mm -hmm. great horror films and they're great entertainment and you just commit and have fun. And um, it's like going back to summer camp on these films, honestly. Our first experience was like being at summer camp. We were in Santa Rosa, California. We were all at the very beginnings of our careers. And right, and you were- This you is my actually... first lead in a movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, I had um, done a year of Party of Five and I had done stuff in Canada, theater and dancing. But this right. was, yeah, it was a, a big deal for me. So, so the, um, yeah, that's one of the things I want to get into here. Nev Campbell here uh, on the Rich Eisen show because uh, somebody had to knock Spider-Man and his whole thing off of uh, the top <laughs> of the box office charts, Scream in theaters near you. So how did you first come across Scream and Wes Craven back in the day? How did that first come across your desk? My team called and said you have an audition and i read the script and it you know it's a page turner uh, mm -hmm. which i i figure you can imagine because the movie is that you just like edge of the edge of your seat and um right i knew it was good i knew they had like lightning in a bottle that it was a great but but for me i just had to go through the process and audition and do screen tests and um yeah as i said it was my first lead in a movie i had done the craft that year as well right um but i was like girl number four in that basically um so it was really exciting, really exciting. Wes Craven, I had not seen, I was not a big fan of horror movies, to be honest, um, just because they really scare me. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, but I, I knew how talented Wes was and that, you know, he was a big deal in, in this genre. And um, so yeah, it was really exciting when I got it. Yeah, I mean, I grew up a baseball fan and I talk football for a living. Right. You know, it's kind of crazy how things like it's not like I wasn't into football, but, yeah. you know, it's I, I don't I, I'm not really into that. You know, I like going to escape. Yeah. Not seeing people escape death. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's oh, kind yeah. of the way that I go about it. Mm -hmm. But so when you first got onto the set of Scream, mm -hmm. what was Wes Craven like? I mean, uh, may, may he rest in peace. But oh, uh, what was that experience um, like for you? Yeah, you know, yeah. actually, my first the screen test was the first time I had my my. Uh, meeting with him and he was this tall slender gentleman with a gray beard he was a professor actually a history professor um before he was a horror film are you serious yeah, i am he was a very intelligent well-educated man um amazing man and he had this gentle energy and he literally walked into the room he walked like a gazelle he was so graceful mm -hmm. 
Not what you would expect of someone with as twisted a mind. Um, <laughs> what must his history class been like? I, I know, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, because you're doomed to repeat Only so much. About the wars. I know, exactly. Um, uh, but he was just, he just, he set the energy on set. He set the tone in the audition, calmed my, my nerves down, because I knew it was down to a few of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and just very clear about what he wanted and, and very open also to hearing my thoughts on what I thought the character should be. And, um, yeah, just a beautiful, beautiful soul, honestly. Very much like a father figure to us over the years. Nev Campbell here on The Rich Eisen Show. Did you need to be sold on the idea of doing this again? No. I had been apprehensive um, at first about doing this without Wes. Um, because right. he is the reason these movies are as successful as they are and this franchise is still going. And right. I thought, can anyone else do this? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but Matt and Tyler, the new directors, they wrote me a letter um, expressing the fact that they became directors because of Wes Craven and that they made their brilliant movie Ready or Not because of Scream and that they really wanted to honor Wes's legacy and get it right. And that meant a lot to me and gave me confidence. And they were really sweet. And they, the script was actually really great. And I thought, you know what, this could, this could work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad I did it. Right. Yeah. And so you have a son, correct? I have two sons. You have two sons. Do they trick or treat in the mask in any way, shape, or form? Like that? <laughs> Not in the mask, but I did take them to a pumpkin patch this year. And, yes. uh, Caspi and the older one saw spotted a ghost face, like a thirteen-year-old boy in ghost face. He yes. said, "Mom, look, look." Yes. He said, "Go over and tell them." I was like, "Well, I'm not going to walk over and be like, hey, do you know who I am?'" <laughs> I'm Sidney Prescott. I've got a gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like that movie. But you know that. But it does mean something to people. Like when I open my door at Halloween and there's a ghost face and they see me, it's kind of a, come on. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. <laughs> that's for them. the treat. I imagine yeah. that's the. That- that's the treat part yeah. of it. Oh my gosh, that yeah. would be kind of wild yeah. to do something like that. <laughs> Nev Campbell here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, we have some uh, facts here. Um, uh, th- these are okay. These are cool facts, okay. but they're also interesting facts that I need to know if are true or false because so many things that get written up in Wikipedia and IMDb pages aren't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Uh, we have production value involved okay. in this too. Go ahead and hit it right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Celebrity, true or false? You can't handle the truth. <laughs> that's it. That's the. That's the uh, I like it. Very okay. good. Very good. Thank you. Oh, I got a round of applause. <laughs> Nev Campbell. Okay. Uh, first up, true or false? Nev Campbell, celebrity, true or false? True or false? You once auditioned for Baywatch, but you were turned down by the casting director because you were too pale. Is that true or false? I uh, I definitely auditioned for Baywatch, and it's very likely that my pality pality is that a word um, uh, paleness yes your paleness yes <laughs> might have had something to do with it but i don't know if that's the the very reason okay do you know what the very reason <laughs> I, is i don't well neither do we. i don't think i want to know because <laughs> <laughs> it's this is something you know i don't know spray tans can fix this sort of thing you know but you did audition for Bay- did, when yeah. how long um, was it so when i came to los angeles it was two weeks after the big earthquake and i couldn't get in a door anywhere and i had Three auditions. Uh, One was Party of Five, one was Baywatch, and one was something else. And within, you know, I got Party of Five within two weeks of getting here. So you're the ones who told Baywatch to pound sand. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I just made that up. That just came to me. It's Baywatch to pound sand. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to bring my A game here. Okay, so so you got here, because I'm trying to remember. So that was 94. 
95 was that earthquake, I think, or 94 was, was that earthquake. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so you just get here and your your first audition is Party of Five? That was Yeah, I had actually um, come hoping to find an agent or a manager and a lot of offices were shut and mm -hmm. people were like we can't we don't even have an office right now, we can't take you in and and some I had done a movie the week in Toronto and the producers had said, "Why don't you meet? We're sharing offices with this woman Arlene Forrester who mm -hmm. Um, has just started managing and she wants to meet you and she said, you know, while you're looking for an agent or manager, why don't I send you on a few things? And mm. One of the th things she sent me on was Party of Party Five. Party of Five. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, but I have another fact here. I might be going out of order, Hoskins. Uh, celebrity True or False with Nev Campbell. Your first gig was a Coke commercial at the age of 17 with Brian Adams. Is that true or false? It, it is was one of my first gigs. It was I my first gig was Phantom of the Opera um, when I was fifteen. But that's the real like deal on stage, right? Yeah, that okay. was the original Canadian cast. So I did that for two years. I did eight hundred shows. At age fifteen, you did eight hundred yeah. shows. Yeah, had my sweet sixteen in the green room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll bite. Uh, what does a sweet sixteen look like in a green room? Uh, people in masquerade costumes bringing me a cake and singing <laughs> opera singers singing me happy birthday. <laughs> no kidding. Pretty sweet, yeah. Okay. Um, but yes, so I did do a Coke commercial with Brian Adams. That was probably maybe my second or third commercial, like on camera. We got the, oh, there, there I am in a t-shirt and socks. With crimped hair. Crimped hair. Well, I yeah. mean, this is this is the way it was. We were rolling back in that day after you had hair to crimp. That had to be big for you with Brian Adams, oh my right? Gosh, it was, it was so exciting. A, a girl from so Guelph, nice. you know. I mean, yeah. right? Yeah, so Guelph, yeah. the Guelph girl meeting yeah. Brian, like he's yeah, he was a big deal in Canada. I mean, he's a big deal anywhere. That's right, but I mean, as a Canadian, it's, I mean, that's it, right? Deal. Like, yeah. like the Springsteen of Canada. Yeah. Would, you, would we yeah. go there? Yeah, would that for be a, sure. okay? For sure. So the Coke commercial, yep. with Brian Adams after yep. that's amazing. All right, so, uh, next one. I've got a few more of these. Uh, Nev Campbell, celebrity, true or false? You scream two caused you to turn down a role in Rounders because of a scheduling conflict. Is that true? Yes. Well, there were there were there, there were several reasons okay. that I was not able to do Rounders, um, but. I was doing Party of Five, Scream Two, Drowning Mona, and they wanted to fit Rounders in there, and yeah, this it just didn't was, work, huh? No, that's a heck of a movie, though. Yeah, Rounders. I know I it would have been good. Are you a poker player at all? In I'm any not. Way, shape, or form? I'm not. You don't play cards. You don't do I no. You know, I've probably only played poker five times, and I have to relearn every time I do. Okay. And the last time, actually, David Arquette took a group of us yes. on Scream Four to a little poker hall in uh, where were we? Ann Arbor. And I sat down, and I was that annoying person who won like thirteen hundred dollars that night and beat everybody. <laughs> and I was literally just guessing; I had no idea what I was doing. That you know, and is is delightful to hear because I wasn't there. Yeah, you know, because yeah, I mean, yeah. you're you're saying I don't know what I'm doing no as idea. you just yeah. you know rake it all yeah. in. Yeah. So you know, I went to Michigan. I went mm. to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Mm. I don't remember poker halls there. David but, can find these kinds of places. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, so let me just uh, break out of this construct for just a quick second. Mm -hmm. What is the craziest David Arquette story that you can share with us right here on live craziest. television? And oh uh, what, what do you got on David craziest. Arquette? What do you got for There's me? There's so many. I mean, you know, if he throws you a birthday party, there's going to be 
ponies and circus acts and then you, you're, just, you're not 12 now right no okay no um like for adults yes parties. for adults yeah sure mm. i i mean i saw a video the other day i wasn't able to go they did a pop at, pop in on the 14th a bunch of the cast and david went um around in a bus and popped in in theaters and uh and the cast wrote me and said did you know david owns a club like of course he owns a club, so mm-hmm. he has a club here in LA, and they had a party night the other night. Well, Small we, group. But. We had Jack Quaid here last week. Yeah, and he told us, Chris, this is true. Like he's a a, a registered mm-hmm. Bob Ross painter, painter, Instru- painter. paint instructor. Yeah, right. Yes, and so did that's you, random. I would say, yeah. like, it, 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 again, um, you know, that sounds like a Mad Lib, you know, like you're just filling in the blanks yes. of random proper nouns. Yes. <laughs> David Arquette and Bob Ross and painting would be that yeah, sentence, I you know. know. David, Did David you take just any of his classes? tries everything. No, I wasn't there yet, unfortunately. I really oh. wish I had. It would have been fun. But he, you know, it was a really nice for the way for the younger cast to bond. They all, he bought them all a Bob Ross kit and set them up and did, did <laughs> lessons for them. And they all made Bob Ross paintings. Yeah, well, Jack said that I asked him what he what he did with that. He said he painted happy little trees is what he said. <laughs> that was his answer. Or happy little like. clouds yeah. or something like that. I'm just wondering with the kit, does that include the afro too? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what comes in the kit? The easel, the easel, the the palette or whatever? The palette, right. The palette that you hold to the paint know. on the there you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got two more for you. Nev Campbell, <laughs> okay. so we're back now. Celebrity true or false. Uh um you dislocated your knee dropping from a helicopter to snowboard on a glacier in the canadian rocky mountains before you shot the company is that a true story yes and had never snowboarded before (laughs) clever so (laughs) you play poker better than you snowboard no So. so an ex of mine thought it would be a good idea to learn how to snowboard um, in the glaciers, in the Rocky Mountains. Um, dropping from a helicopter? Dropping from a helicopter. I mean, listen, you drop out of the helicopter and then you snowboard down. You know what I mean? You get out of the helicopter and then the helicopter meets you at the bottom. And then you get, yeah. Okay. So I had done actually the first half of the day on the board really well because I'm a dancer, so I have good balance. So I figured it out. So I, fi- I had yeah. figured out how to go really fast, Yes. but I hadn't figured out how to stop. <laughs> and on my last run before lunch, because it's always the last run before lunch mm-hmm. when you injure yourself, we're going down, 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 and I'm coming up, and I see the helicopter sort of up this hill, and I think, I'm not going to slow down. I'm just going to get keep my speed and keep going. And the, the teachers or mm-hmm. the guides are, like, trying to catch up to me and saying, no, no, but I'm not listening. Mm-hmm. And I come up the top, and there's a cliff, and I don't know how to stop. So I had to throw my body, mm. dislocated my knee, and then started howling. And my friends at the top were like, was that a moose? But no, it was me. It was you. Yeah, it was me. Oh, and yes, it was God. right before I had been training already six months, eight hours a day to do a movie called The Company. And I was trying to convince Robert Altman to direct the movie. And so I would literally go fly to New York, um, take the brace off outside of Bob's office and walk in and pretend I was fine. Did he buy it? He bought it. He didn't know about it. I told him after we made the movie. Robert Altman. Now that's yeah. you. You can't get any bigger than that. Now. No, you can't. But you, you so you, but you started off your relationship with him by not being straight up and yeah. honest with him. It's okay, good, right? let's be honest about good that to too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I have a problem skiing uh, with stopping too. Yeah, I can't. That's that's why I just don't really. I'm, Do I'm, it at all? Well, no, I'm yeah. an apres skier. Okay, I'm a, I'm a gold. Me- I'm a gold medalist when it comes yeah. to that. Yeah, me too. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. last one for you. Um, is it true that when you hosted Saturday Night Live, 
and you were told that the music guest was David Bowie, you did not know who David Bowie was at the time. Sadly, yes. That is true. I don't mean to, I mean, I, I just. Wasted on me, right? Like, not wasted. Kinda. I mean, I'm sure that had to be, this is 97. Yeah. So this is early on in, in yeah. everything going on with you. I was in career. the dance, I grew up in the dance world. I was so ballet, ballet, ballet. I could tell you anything about any dance company, but knew nothing about. Including Spandau Ballet? That, <laughs> that, I'm not, th- no, okay. not, probably not. All right. um, <laughs> but didn't know a lot about pop culture at the time. So what had was, my education prior, like a few days prior to meeting Bowie. I was like cramming, cramming Bowie. <laughs> this is it. Uh, I, you know what? I'm just going to say what pops into my mind. So uh, my current, my, my wife, and the yes. reason why I'm saying current wife is I don't plan on having another one. Good, good, good. What I'm saying is that when, when my, my wife, my when my I was, wife. When my wife, my I, I first met her and I, you know, I knew that she was the one for me. It took yeah. a while yeah. though for okay. that to be realized okay. mutually. So I was meeting her family for yeah. the first time and she's yeah. just like, come meet us. We're having dinner at Nobu yes. in New York City, yes. which for those who may not know is, you know, it, well, for, for sushi, right? Yeah. I'd never had sushi before in oh, my wow. entire life. Wow. So mm-hmm. my friends took me to some spot on like the Upper East Side so I could kind of get the idea of what yeah. I was doing. Yeah. And I don't like spicy food. They like mm-hmm. avoid that green stuff, mm-hmm. you know, with the, like the plague. So similar to you. So you had never, you'd never, did you see like even a, a, a warm up band for David Bowie before? Like, you know, did you, it was my like first. Like a cover band, my, like a Bowie cover no, band No, but my up? first experience was when you were hosting SNL, uh, when, uh, on the day, mm-hmm. the band go up and they rehearse prior. So I got to watch him myself with just a few people rehearsing his gig Come prior to on. I know. Wow. You know what you'll hate is my first football game. <laughs> By the way, that's not a good way to start a sentence. You know what you'll hate. My but... first football game I ever went to was a Super Bowl. And, and I couldn't tell, I could not even now tell you which one I went to. Oh <laughs> and I was in a commercial okay. for it because it was Party of Five and it was Fox at the time. Okay, so no, we can okay, figure we can, this out. Can, no, 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 hold on. Hold on. No, 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 we can figure this out. This is very simple. Where was it? Where was this? Miami, I think. Yeah. Miami. It's so got to be 98. So, so that makes sense, right? Party of five. 98. Yeah. Yeah, it would be 98. So I worked that one, yeah. That's Miami. Super, so that 90. That's Broncos and Falcons or Broncos Packers? I don't know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So Broncos. this is amazing. It's Broncos. This, by the way, is first of all, I don't hate this. Secondly, this is amazing. So you host Saturday Night Live. Yes. David Bowie's your musical guest. Yes. And that's the way you're introduced to David Bowie. Yes. Okay. Oh, so it would have been You have never been to a football game no. before. No. And you go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I was that annoying person going, So how how does the scoring work? <laughs> you don't know how to play poker. 99, 99 Broncos Falcons. Okay. There you go. There it is. We got it. You don't know how to play poker. Yeah. You go to a poker hall yeah. and you win four yeah. figures of money. Yeah. God bless Elway's you, last Campbell. game. John Elway's last game. Yeah. By the way, that's a big to okay. do. Big deal. It's a big to do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what else do I need to know? This is amazing. Yeah. Okay, so that was a party of five. Like everybody gets yeah, together on Fox. We had a They. I think we were on the. Yeah, you guys yeah. are on the big jumbotron. Yeah, we, I remember jumbo this. Yeah. All right, I did. The, we did it. Well, we I know Scott that. Wolf. He must have been Isn't all over just, that. Yeah. He was must have been psyched about yeah, that. Yeah, he was super psyched. About did he that. give you a little bit of uh, assistance? On I think what's he going didn't want to explain the scoring to me at the time. Well, because he's locked in on the actual event. 
<laughs> the actual event, and you're like... Probably the only time Scott Wolf wasn't the most polite human being on Earth. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Tell me David Bowie played halftime. Please tell Actually, me that. Actually, Kiss was in the pregame show. I know that for... Yeah, I remember that one. Kiss was pregame? Kiss was definitely in the pregame show, I believe, yeah. Oh, here's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> The okay. Weekend, All right. The weekend yeah. uh, played the Super Bowl. Was it just the, the last year? Yeah, right. I think. So yeah. I didn't know who he was, but I do remember the performance. And then just mm-hmm. like a couple or like ten days ago, he yeah. dropped his new album, and yes. he talks about me in one of his songs. Okay. And my Jennifer Allen, my yes. publicist, who yes. you know very well, yes, right goes there. Nev. The weekend. Uh, do you want to hear? He, you're involved in one of his songs. And I went. Which weekend? Last weekend? No. Nev Campbell, everybody. Halftime show, Gloria Estefan, yeah. Stevie Wonder, yeah. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Does that, re- does that ring a bell? Yeah. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. What? what? So what? <laughs> <laughs> Swing music. Yeah. I love the Big Bad Voodoo yeah. Daddy. I do even oh, know. man. Well, this is as delightful as I hoped as it would be. Uh, Scream is currently playing in theaters nationwide. It is the number one movie in America. Please go see it uh, with you and all your friends and do it multiple times. Nev Campbell, this has been great. Thanks for coming on. I can't wait to your next time that you're here. We'll learn so much more <laughs> about you. <laughs> Nev Campbell here on the Rich Eisen Show. We're back with more in a moment. Don't go away. Thank you. <laughs> it's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed this is the Rich Eisen Show. How delightful was that? Right? Uh, got the Mary Brockman stamp of approval. <laughs> My mom texted, she's so adorable. Five exclamation points. Can confirm. Yes. Confirmed. That was fun. Awesome. Yeah, my Staten Island buddies, when they found out Susie was uh, taking me 
or I was going to join her and her family that at Nobu. That is amazing. I never. They knew. They knew that I don't know anything about sushi yeah, or anything like that. They're like, my my boys took me out. They're like, you, you, you can't do that. Like, you need to understand what you're ordering and how you're ordering. And right. they also know that I I can't do spicy food. So any touch of wasabi, oh, wasabi would have been like. They're oh, like, yeah. do not touch that. And there's certain sushi if you get it's. it's I know that. Hot. I know that. And it's like I just pretty woman. Yeah, you needed the run through. I, yeah. It was like that. <laughs> Did you let Susie, now my question, did you let Susie like order, like, what do you like? I would have been that. Uh, Excuse me. Um, Mike, you know my wife. Yes, I know Susie. She orders for me to this day. (laughs) So there was no problem with that. You were perfect. No, of course. No, I I went in there and I'm like, yeah, you, you, you know, I don't know. I still haven't had sushi, Rich. Oh, yeah, me so, either. I've been here 21 years. I hear you. So, so it is like going to the oh. su- your first football games of the Super Bowl. Your first introduction to so a musical act is David Bowie. You know, I mean, like that's <laughs> I mean, what that's it's amazing. like. That's the food version. That's the only thing I could think of in my head that I've had that experience. You know, like it's, uh, you know. The bill came and it was definitely like, yes, there you, there you go, there you go, Barbara. Did, did you do the fake like? Oh, oh no, I didn't. I didn't do the reach either. No, I mean, I was part of the family. I was part of that. Like, what am I going to get? Like, just get off that 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 one tuna roll that I because I didn't eat a damn thing. I was just like, <laughs> I, honestly, I was like looking around there, and I was just like. Okay, I'll just observe. I'm observing. <laughs> yep. I'm observing. Just like that, you know. <laughs> I'd love to take just want Brock you all to like me because I really park. like, you know, this person who I'm hoping to marry one day. <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, and Susie, he won't eat sushi. Forget him. Yeah, he's out. He's out. He didn't eat sushi. <laughs> oh no, I was. I mean, you know. <laughs> I was That's done. amazing that being in New York, you never really, you never had it at that <laughs> no. point. Wow. Yeah, no. I didn't so have my boys took me here. to some spot so on the true. Upper East Side that I, I don't even know where it is. I don't even know if the place exists anymore. You know, I mean, oh, that's so funny. That is amazing. You're going to hate this. First football game we went to is the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, I found video online of the fight at the Rams game. Oh, no, oh, you yeah. did not. <laughs> <laughs> Send it to Coop's iCloud. <laughs> Are we sure that's the only fight that exists? Well, no, this Rams? is just a fight. fight. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's usually well, many I mean, at the Rams. Uh, game. I'll take a look and see where it is. Yeah. <laughs> Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Just a delightful chat with Nev Campbell. Screen made, I think, more like 35 million bucks over the weekend in a pandemic. Just crushing. You know? Uh, Hey, my friends at NetSuite want me to make sure that you know about this one-of-a-kind financing offer that's going on right now with NetSuite by Oracle, which you should upgrade to. If you are just like uh, me running businesses, I've I've upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle, and I'm sure you will as well. Because if you're... You have poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade because with NetSuite by Oracle, it's the number one cloud financial system that powers your growth. You've got visibility and control right there in front of you. So you want to control your financials? It's right there. Inventory, HR, I really don't have to deal with inventory. HR, you damn straight. Look at you guys. All due respect. Well, I'm head of HR. Planning. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, we need to have a Zoom then. Uh (laughs) Budgeting and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. And with NetSuite, you can automate all of it. Close your books in no time. Stay well ahead of your competition. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And for the new year, NetSuite is a new financing program for those ready to upgrade and find out what you should. 
NetSuite.com slash rich. Head to NetSuite.com slash rich for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash rich. Uh, Gary in Michigan has been holding on forever today. What's up, Gary? Thanks for hanging on. Hey, Rich. How you doing? Great show. Love listening. Thank you, pal. What's on your mind? Uh, I just wanted to talk about uh, the hiring of, of head coaches, how, how the teams, they rush into it. They, there's there's a, a few names that get uh, Quinn's, Quinn's the big name right now, Eric the Enemy, all that stuff. So the Lions, let's bring Detroit into it. Shout out Jeff of Detroit. You know, the first guy they, they, they uh, interviewed was Robert Sala, and he had roots, he had family in Dearborn. Yes, he did. For sure, like this is going to be a good. Yeah, it's going to be a good fit. He's defensive-minded, and the, the players love playing for him in San Francisco. Yep. And then you didn't hit like after he left town, you didn't really hear anything. And the Jets talk. Uh, was like, well, that that guy got away. Another great name that would have been great for the Lions, and they wound up hiring Dan Campbell. And after the first press conference, yeah. I mean, most people were quick to judge that he's like a meathead biting off kneecaps. But if you look at Dan Campbell, I mean, he was an assistant head coach uh, for Peyton down in New Orleans. He had coached the Dolphins for nine games as an intern coach. He's a tight end. And right away this year, the Lions, for the first time since I can remember in 30 years, they have an identity. They run the football. He is building the team from the offense and defensive line, and he's going out. They've got Brad Holmes who built the team in, in uh, Los Angeles, the Rams, to help with the draft. He hired coaches around him to help him. And I think it's a good example as to there's, there's not just one guy out there. It's not just like, you can't. oh, if we miss Dan Quinn or right. what are the Cowboys going to do if they lose? There's a ton of guys out there that if you have an identity or if you look at your team, which the Ford family it appears, I think they've, They've got it right this time. They've got a general manager and the head coach on the same page. They were so excited to draft Panay Sewell when he landed to them at number seven. They were jumping up and down. Yeah, I the, saw that. I remember that. They were, they were doing like chest bumps and everything like that. I, I do remember that. Yeah. Now, here's the one thing I will counsel you is that you you got to do it again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, you know, and you got to keep doing it. Um, and, you know, Matt Rule right now, a lot of people are wondering if he's the right fit after year one. That wasn't really much of a question. Um, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, you could see that right now um, about whether he's the right guy. And, you know, he's proven that he can win football games in certain time periods of the season, but not at all. And I, so I guess I would counsel to say, that yes, Dan Campbell does appear to be a good fit right now, but let's see what years two and three look like for you. But you know, and and I, you know, you 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 might may have watched more Lions football than I did, to be very honest. Um, but to me, you know, the, what I think the neat identity of the Lions were was this year was anybody can play. You know, anybody can play. Yeah. And, you know, come one, come all, you want to compete, you want to, you know, you've got an opportunity here and we don't care what draft choice you were or how many teams that you've bounced around or what practice squad you've been on. And man, that kid St. Brown was a perfect example of it. And Reynolds and a whole bunch of other players 
that that yes, I know the Packers sat their starters and they didn't need the game, but that was just fun to watch them do what they did, and they'll just come at you. And that I know everyone made fun of his press conference, but whatever the kneecaps and hunks of uh, were on other teams, they did it. They kept taking it out of you. Yeah. And I, I they yeah, didn't they, quit. They didn't quit ever. Even when they were getting blown out, no. they didn't come back and quit the next week. Yeah. You know? Right. So, Rich, here's the turning point for me was when they go to Los Angeles and they're going to play Stafford and they're 0-4, they're going to get blown out. Stafford, you know, they're terrible. Yeah, not at all. And they, they opened the game with onside kicks, fake punt. They yeah. fake punted again. <laughs> I, I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, you can find guys like it's easy, like Byron Leftwich. He's great, and he's with he's with Brady right now. It's it's easy to pick the guys that are visible that are on winning teams. But there are guys, there are probably a ton of guys like Dan Campbell that are qualified. He was a tight end, like he played in the league. You know, yes, yeah. years two, three, and four we have to see. But there are guys out there that have the pedigree. Pedigree. They know how to talk to the players. They know how to relate. They're not super old where they're they're out of touch with with social media and all that there's just it's it's okay to take your time and do your due diligence you can still find a quality coach and general manager even a month from now thanks for the call gary gary thanks for holding on and uh, and appreciate the quality chat right there there you go do we just talk about detroit lions football for two minutes on a national radio and television show that just had what i tell you earlier this year that they're going to be must-see television every week they got blown out by Philly, and they got blown out by Seattle, and then made it a game, and then got totally blown out. Mm-hmm. But pretty much every other time, it was fun to watch them. Is you know? Goff their starter next year? Great question. I think so. I think he is. Now, the question is, is what about the Pittsburgh Steelers? Who's their starter now? Here we go. Jeez. Here we go. Get Here ready. we go. It's going to be fun. Mike Tomlin, press conference today, wrapping up the season. This is what he had to say. Just for clarity's sake, is the organization operating under the assumption that Ben will not be <clears throat> excuse me, playing next year? And do you think Mason and or Dwayne Haskins is ready to be an everyday starting quarterback in this league? You know, we are proceeding with that assumption. Um, both guys, Mason and Dwayne, have had their moments, but they'll, they'll have to prove that. Um, and not only in... <laughs> not only in the team development process, but through playing itself, man, quarterback mobility is valued. Um, Not only by me, uh, but everyone. Um, It's just a component of today's game and increasingly so. I would love to see a mobile quarterback in the Pittsburgh Steeler outfit and Mike Tomlin being the head coach of somebody who plays like Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen or Kyler Murray. I I don't know. I kind of think that that um I'll just just throw darts here, but I think I've got a good idea. I think he'd probably want somebody taller and more a bigger um mobile quarterback, not Kyler Murray. Like that's not what he's looking for. Right. You know, and 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 the Steelers being in the market for a quarterback is just a fascinating yeah. development. We have not seen it since NFL Network was one month old. That is the fact. That is the fact. Like 2004. The Patriots last year, yeah. Yeah, Patriots last year looking for a quarterback. Now the well, Steelers. we didn't know if they'd be in the market for a quarterback coming into the draft. We thought you might. They might draft one. You. 
Yeah, they 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 got Cam well, they secured. They brought him back on a one. They game. secured him. And then went into the draft with a plan, and circumstances met their plan. Yeah. You know, they held like Braveheart, and they got Mac Jones dropped to them. He didn't move up the board. They didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, Steelers in the market for a quarterback, it sounds to me like will they draft one second, third round? Who's the mobile quarterback? Is Kenny Pickett and his fake sliding the guy? Um, what about Malik Willis from Liberty? That guy was a hot name all year. Wouldn't that be just He would look awesome. really fun there. You know what would be wild? Just like Deontay Johnson catching the ball. Like a couple times he drops him, man. He's so talented, but you just got to grab it. This is so fascinating to me. So this is the next step, folks. As every team is done with their season, now starts the non-playing season for them and the talent evaluation but Mason Rudolph ain't the guy. You know, quarterback mobility is valued. He sees it. He sees it twice a year, man. Joey Burrow can move around a little bit, you know? And so he sees it. He knows it. He sees what Josh Allen's got. Like right now, right now, <clears throat> take a look at the teams you're going to have to beat in the AFC that are left. None of them just stand back there. Mm. Tannehill moves, guys. I know he gets a lot of crap because of what happened in Miami and all of what happens for Tennessee is ascribed to the coach or the running back or the defense. Very little of it is placed at just like how how well Ryan Tannehill plays. But you take a look at it, you're going to have to have the mobile quarterbacks there, right? That would be fun. So you've got the Steelers needing to beat Josh Allen. You need to beat Patrick Mahomes. You got to beat Lamar Jackson in your own house. That's what's kind of weird about Mac, Mac Jones. Did move right? He picked up a first down. He his legs. Move. I mean, the first drive he was running. Zach around. Wilson could move. Also, Rich. Trevor Lawrence can move. I, I'm I'm being I'm being very honest here. You know. Also, Rich, so, you know, I was back in Pennsylvania for Christmas. Seems like a lot of people in Western PA are still on that. Maybe it's time to move on from Tomlin thing. I'm reading, I'm reading newspaper articles. I'm reading texts. I'm, I'm like, I, I and that's I why know. Albert brought up like maybe some of these teams with coaching vacancies inquire about making a coaching trade with Tomlin, Sean Payton. You're seeing those names out there. Look, I hope everything works out for the Jets with Robert Sala, but I just hope against hope that if it doesn't work out. That if the Jets ever have a coaching vacancy, that that is the year the Pittsburgh Steelers lose their senses <laughs> and let Mike Tomlin free to make a decision. It's crazy, man. Just right, reading let me comments. Just, let me just stuff. say it's that because it's high on my damn agenda. Let me just say that <laughs> as loud to anybody in Rich. Steeler faithful hashtag Here We Go here we Nation. Go. Good luck. You want to try and move on? Good luck. What part of no losing seasons ever do you not understand? And I know you want the trophies in the case, and that's what they are. I, I get it. But you're in you're in the tournament. Also, Rich, you're in the tournament. They're in Every the year. era of Belichick. Like no one's going to say Jerry Sloan was a bad coach. 
Jerry Sloan just happened to be coaching when Phil Jackson had Michael yeah, Jordan. Sure. Like <laughs> Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid, they just happened to be alive at the same time that Bill Belichick is. Yeah, well, Brady's Brady's and not going to oh, play forever. Brady, yes, yeah, he's for, not playing forever. That's crazy talk. That's crazy talk. Are we sure yeah, Tom's no, not playing yeah, forever? Yeah, yeah, he may sure? be. Thank you. Tom's playing no 50. Thanks for that Let's just be very honest. He may be. <laughs> Come on, man. 50. Nah. So I want to thank uh, today's guests. Yeah. Yeah. So much fun. This is a great um, show. So much fun with Albert Breer and Maurice Jones-Drew and Max Crosby and the delightful Nev Campbell Let's in give studio. Let's that one. Um, you know who our next in-studio guest is this week, later on this week, Thursday. Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, yeah. Love this guy. He was at the game last night. Oh, was he really? He was. Excellent. You know what game he was at, too? He was at uh, Ohio State, Oregon, and Ohio State, Michigan. What are the what what, what are those two have in common? <laughs> oh, I can't wait for Sebastian to come on my good luck charm on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. 